Hey guys, Eric Peacock here with Get Fit with Eric Podcast. Um, this week I want to talk about time management. I was going to have my dad on as a guest, but he had to cancel his session today, so we'll put him on next week. So um, I want to talk about time management because it's just something I see that is crucial to your success, not just in fitness, but in anything. And a lot of people don't have a plan to manage their time. Their time pretty much manages them. So I want to share a few things that I do that have really helped me be more effective in moving towards my goals and just being a better, you know, in all my roles, you know, as a parent, as a husband, as a, as a business owner, uh, having a system really helps me put time into those things that are important instead of just reacting to the day like most people do. So I want to share a few of those tips. And, uh, I think it's important if you really want to, you know, live your best life. You know, I, I like this other podcaster, my Ed Milet is, he talks about maxing out your life is you got to have a plan. I mean, it's just not going to just can't leave it up in your head. So you got to get it down on paper and get it laid out and then do your best to execute it. No plan is going to be 100% foolproof or is going to work 100% the way you think it will. But if you have a plan, you're going to be a step ahead above most people in this country. So first things first is I like to build out 90 days. What do I want? Where do I want to see myself in each area of my life in 90 days? And I like to get that down and be as specific as possible. You know, is what does that look like? In 90 days, you know, put some numbers to it and not just a vague, like, you know, and being in the fitness field, we hear get in shape or get strong. You know, what does that look like in your definition? You know, is get strong meaning bench press 200 pounds? Does it mean uh, being able to deadlift a certain amount of weight or, you know, whatever that defined is? A get in shape might be running a 5K, but it might be a body fat percentage. It's how you define that goal and clearly define it for 90 days and you want to work it back into smaller chunks. Break it into three smaller chunks. Every 30 days, where do you want to be towards that goal? A lot of times we'll just set one goal and we won't break it into smaller bites, and that's why we don't accomplish it because we, the, we have one big goal to try to go after, but we don't, we don't have small steps to take to move us close to those goals on a weekly and monthly basis. And then what I like to do is every week, and that's what I'll be talking mostly about today, is break it into weekly, uh, you know, weekly actions to move towards that goal, and that works into your 30-day goal and into your you know, into 60 days and then 90 days. So, so very, uh, this, a lot of people won't do this, but this is something I've learned to do and it's really helped me just to really lay my week out in front of me. So for each day of the week, I have a piece of paper that I created, I basically created a word document and, um, on there, I list some different things. And the first things I list are what are called my big rocks. These are the top three. Notice it's top three. It's not top five or six. It's, I break it into three things every day. And sometimes it's only two. It depends on the day that I need to accomplish today to get me towards my goal. And it might be something in terms of a marketing project that needs to get done and launched. It could be um, getting my numbers and tracking done uh, like it is a lot on Mondays because I need to uh, find out where I'm at in my business so I can make good decisions. So whatever that is, you, 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 you figure out what your top three things of the day are. And those are your three things. So I'm just giving you some examples. This You need to just make this work for you. So your big rocks, that's what you're going to put your focus on that day. So when, you know, you're working on something, an important project, and somebody, you know, your spouse calls and says, go get the dry cleaning, you say, no, and I, if you're working on the project, all right? If you have time, you'll do that. That's busy work, you know, and it takes you out of your, your mental rhythm. So we want to be focused on the big rocks. Those take priority. So when two things come up in front and you're presented with two things to do, you choose the one that's that's associated with your big rocks, not the one that's just a task that you just need to check off the list. And too often, I think we just check these tasks off, um, but they're not really doing anything to move us toward, closer to our goals, but we like to check things off even though they're not super important things. 
So big rocks are number one. So identify three big rocks. That's the top three things you need to do in the day. Number two is non-negotiables. And I look at these as things that keep you as a, make you a whole person. So for myself, my first one's always my mindset and spiritual time in the morning. In the morning, I like to get up, do some prayer, do some, uh, some reading, some devotionals, do some journaling. I have a little routine, kind of like an exercise routine that I do for my mind and my spirit in the morning. And that is huge. That's a non-negotiable. My workout is my exercise is my other non-negotiable because that helps not just my body, but my brain as well. And it gives me energy for the day. And then usually the third one's usually family time or it might be getting together with an important friend. It's usually relationship oriented. So those are my non-negotiables. Those are things I do. They're not necessarily big rocks, but they're things I do each day to keep me somewhat balanced and keep me a, a whole person, not just focusing on work and business all the time. And then the next thing what you do is you got to break your big rocks into key action steps. So what are the steps you need to take today? Once again, breaking it down into smaller bites and block time for those things. So what are the things you need to do? Maybe if you're working on a marketing project, you need to write some emails up and put them into a email sequence. Or maybe you need to write a, a couple letters that you send out. Um, break it into small bites that you can do and, and estimate how much time that's going to take you to do each one of those. A lot of times we underestimate how much time we have available or how much time something's going to take. So, you know, if you have two hours, what can you get done? What's those steps can you get done in two hours? And do, does this need to be a big rock the next day and work some more on it the next day? So um, those action steps are important and, and I would I would put them in order of importance, like which ones you need to do first and then at the bottom, the ones that are least important. So you get the most important things done first and you're not just checking out boxes. So get the hardest things done or the most crucial things done first. And I, what I like to do is put this into a binder and, um, and have this ready to go every day. Now, what I like to do at the end of the day is a couple things. I like to review my day and look at what I got done today and then make any adjustments I need to the following day. And then I also like to write down three positive things that happened today. Even if it wasn't the greatest day, I'm going to find three positive things because that's going to put my mindset in a positive format and that's going to help me go into the next day with an upbeat, uh, a positive outlook versus a negative Nelly out, outlook, which is never good and never productive. So, um, so it's good to review the day, see what what you got done, what you didn't, you know. And I'll be the first to admit, you don't always get your big rocks done. You don't always get done everything you set out to do. But what went right, and then what can be delegated, pushed till the next day, uh, and keep working on that instead of just getting frustrated with yourself. So it's a system. And a couple other things that I like to add on is um one of the things i you know i put in there is uh you know because we get so busy in this today's world as i put in a little slot for which friend am i going to call today we all have friends probably we never talk to never see and unless we're intentional about you know putting some names down and putting something in front of us to remind us is then we'll, we won't call them and all of a sudden it's been a year two three years and we've, we haven't talked to our friends or maybe it's a close relative or whatever it is but I think it's important to, I, I like to do that because it reminds me just to, to really just stay connected with the people in my life that I've, you know, since when I was a little kid all the way up through college and my professional life, that I have a lot of different friends from all over the country that I, you know, I like to keep in contact with. Um, and then the other thing I like to put is who am I going to encourage or who am I going to do something active service wise for? You know, being, being in Christian faith, I think it's important that we walk the walk, not just talk the talk. And it's important I kind of think of what are the opportunities I have out there to do something for someone with no ulterior motives, not trying to get something, but um, that just keeps me level. And this is just me. I'm just talking about how my sheet looks. And then what I like to do, the next step, once I've got this all written on paper, I like to look at my Google Calendar. I use Google Calendar. 
and I like the block time for working on the big rocks, the non-negotiables, um, even family time. I like to block time and be disciplined and stick to that time. And I, what I'll do is I'll pre-plan my week and I'll put it into Google Calendar. Like here's the time I've got for my exercise. Here's the time I've got to work on this marketing project. Here's the time I've got to um, you know, do some house projects, whatever it is. I like to plan it out and block it out because then it's dedicated time to that task. Now, this doesn't mean it's written in stone and you you, you have to stick to this, uh, you know, perfectly, but it gives you a plan and gives you kind of helps you really think about your week and when you can work on stuff. You know, maybe you have a big house project, but yet you have a long day of work. So it's probably not a good idea to start working on that on a day where maybe you have to work extra hours. You know, maybe you have a day where you're going to get out of work early. That might be a good day to stick that house project in. It just helps you be strategic about planning time. And that way you're getting things done and you're focused on whatever you've got in there and not trying to multitask and get three things done at once, which never works. So that's important. And then also in your Google Calendar, you don't want to schedule everything up to the minute. Um, I just had this talk with someone the other day about they just stressed out because if one thing gets behind, the whole day's behind. So one of the things I was taught to do is to schedule buffer time in there. And buffer time is, you know, it could be an hour, hour and a half, 30 minutes. That's time to get to catch up on things you didn't get done. And then that's, even if Murphy's Law, something goes wrong during the day, you have that buffer time to take care of whatever you didn't get taken care of earlier. And so a lot of days I'll schedule buffer time in there because I know not everything's going to go as smoothly as I, I want it to, but I know during the buffer time, that's the time to go and kind of clean that up. So not a not by any means a perfect system, but it's been effective for me. But these are just some things I think that are crucial. If you, if you plan your week out, you know, break it down from your 90-day to your 30-day and then your 30-day goals. Okay, what are my four weeks or four and a half weeks I got to plan for the this month? What am I going to be doing during that week to move me closer to my goals? All right, just thinking about it isn't going to get it done. You need to put a plan into place. So my, my uh, advice to you is to get some kind of system in place. And if you need to see my sheets, I'd be more than happy to email them to you. And you can just take and tweak them to make them work for you. But they are... Uh, this has been a very effective tool, and it's helped me, you know, get a lot of things accomplished and to be really efficient with my time. Because I guess my my whole thought is time is something that goes by fast, and we don't get it back. So I want to make sure I'm putting the time into the things that really matter and not getting sidetracked with shiny objects and busy work. So that's my advice to you. It's not really a fitness tip or a wellness tip, but it has a direct effect on that because when you manage your time better, your stress levels go down, and we all know that stress. High stress is not good when it comes to being healthy. And even for aesthetics, when we have high stress, we have high levels of the hormone cortisol, which makes us store fat and eats away at our muscle tissue, which is not conducive to what most of us want to accomplish. So so that's my two cents for the week. Uh, time management. Next week, I hope to have my dad on here to talk about how he went from walking with a walker in October after having back surgery to hiking the Black Hills in April of, this was last year, and he's 81 years old, going on 82, and he's still out there actively hunting and just talking about how exercise and some just some basic consistency really made a difference in his life. And he's able to live independently and do a lot of physical things at his age, even though he's never been a gym guy. So that'll be next week. I thank you for being on my podcast and definitely uh, recommend it to other people if you like what you hear. And we'll see you next week.